This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. I'm not sure if it's a medical condition or if it's just a if it's just a me condition. If I'm alone in this. But are you supposed to have like a a tiny, like a eight percent runny nose year round? Is it allergies? Am I allergic to my my house? Am I allergic to me? Which I think that might be the problem. Can you be allergic to yourself? Hmm. That's a one that's a one for a psychologist. Because you would really stump them, but they would probably have an answer because they'd say what do you think? And then that twists your brain around. Let's get going with Small Town Strip Club on Boomsies. It's an autoimmune disorder. So you can... No. Sorry. No, you are not allergic to yourself. Exposure to certain types of physical stimuli, like pressure, like scratching yourself, cold and heat can cause hives. I got... I got two different answers. One says, no, you can't be allergic to yourself. Another says, it's called an autoimmune disorder. Either way, if you got a tip for the the 8% runny nose year-round, I'll take it. And also, also, I want tips on how to wake up like you're in a movie where you jump out of bed and you're like, let's do it. Because at the age of 47, every morning... It doesn't matter if I go to bed at 9.30, if I go to bed at 2.30, if I go to bed at midnight. Every morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, was I in a car accident? What time is it? Before when I was drinking, I'm like, oh, that's just a hangover. Now, there's nothing in my system except... Cherry Pepsi. Well, I don't have a cherry Pepsi. I don't have a cherry Pepsi on the uh, the nightstand. This is 
This is a once a day, once a day thing. It's my little treat. Delicious. Although it tastes kind of flat. I wish they had cherry Coke here. They have cherry Coke in Canada, but it's in bottles. And let's be honest with one another. Bottled pop or soda, depending on where you are. They call it soda in the States. Bottled pop and canned pop, there is no comparison. Canned pop sets the standard. Because you open a bottle pop, it always tastes flat. Something about the tin. You need that tinny goodness to come with your soda. And it's so fresh and crisp. Oh, a nice cold can of Coke on the golf course. Stick that in my veins. Maybe I just need a shotgun of Coke in the morning. And I text friends. I'm like, still got to figure this morning out. I got to, I got to, I get up, I make my bed, open the blinds. They're like, yeah, get your coffee quicker. And then other people are like, no, you, you want to hold off on your coffee, get your body working, drink a big thing of water. Either way, if you got tips for that morning, that morning movie wake up, send them to me. Yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. That's our email. We also have a phone number. You can leave, a, leave us messages. 289-796-2001. 289-796-2001. Your wake up happy tips for Dan. I will take all of them into consideration because everything I've tried for 47 years hasn't worked. This is episode number 42. So the night before each podcast, I, I go on the internet, try to find the, the best hockey player to wear that number or the best Toronto Blue Jay. So I'd settled on... I'd settled on a hockey player for this one because only two Blue Jays have worn number 42. So I wrote it down and then uh, Z Money sends me the rundown and he always sends suggestions for the numbers in case uh, I was lazy or forgot. He's got them right here. And uh, it became obvious to me who number 42 this episode should have been named after. Uh, and it wasn't David Backus who I selected. It's Jackie Robinson. Broke the color barrier in baseball. It's a no-brainer. Sometimes the answer is so obvious, you can't see it. It's like the crossword. I do not like them. But whenever I've tried them, you're like, ah, three, three letter word for a household animal. And it meows. Oh, geez, I don't know about this one. This is a tough one. And then, uh, and then you take a step back and you're like, oh, that was, was a, it's a dog. Oh, no, a cat. Sorry. It's a cat. Sometimes you just have to take a step back. And revisit your work. And then it comes to you. <clears throat> Hanging out in the backyard the other day. With uh, Brian Bickle. 
who was building my sauna. It's completed. It's glorious. Headed up to 80 Celsius. And I looked it up. I'm like, is this too hot? No. That's where you want it. That's the sweet spot. That's where all the demons get sucked out of your body. And you're left a sweaty mess. Which I wanted. But there's a lot of leaves in my backyard. So we had... We had a leaf conversation. Not a maple leaf, just the leaves. And Bick says to me, yeah, heard there's a lot more leaves this year. <laughs> I'm like, what? So yeah, I heard somewhere there's more leaves this year. <laughs> so I sat and thought, I'm like, well, that, do the lee do the trees produce more leaves this year or are there more trees? And I Googled it and it said the colors on the leaves are more vibrant because of the temperature it was perfect for them to to reach their glory. But no stories about more leaves. But Bix is walking around telling that to everyone. Yeah, more leaves. Farmer's Almanac said, summer 2022 and fall, you're going to have more leaves. Are there more trees? Nope, just more leaves. But maybe I'm completely, maybe he's right. Maybe some years trees produce more leaves, if that's possible. If we have an arborist (laughs) out there, how about an arborist that wakes up smiling and knows the, the answer to the leaf question as well. Two birds, one stone. 289-796-2001. 289-796-2001. We also were discussing the World Series. I, for the first time in four... I can't remember the last time I watched an entire World Series. From the first pitch... Of every game to the final out. I watched every second of this World Series. I was enamored by the Phillies. They didn't win. Ted Cruz's Astros won. It was great baseball. And I think I was so in love with it. was because of my adoration for Joe Davis. The man calling the games on Fox. At the ripe old age of 34, he is exquisite the way he calls a game. I just hung on every word. John Smoltz breaking down games, also just putting on a clinic. So it was really fun. I think I might be the only Canadian who watched every single pitch. Haven't seen the ratings. Don't know where to find those. But baseball. It was a little over a million in Canada. Oh, a little over a million were watching. Okay, so I wasn't alone. So me and 999,099 of my friends, I'm with you. 
And then uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr., he wins the gold glove. Remember when he was at third base for the Jays and people were like, oh, this, is not, uh, this is not going well. And then the guy goes to first base, wins a gold glove. What he's accomplished at his age is phenomenal. They better sign him for a, to a 20-year deal. And the amount of money he's going to get, he's going to get Bryce Harper money. Saw in an interview he uh, did. And uh, the guy asked him if he'd ever play for the Yankees. He said, no. Not even if I'm dead will I play for the Yankees. So that's, that's good. So they got one team off the list. So he's not going to the Yankees. Jays. This is his home. Imagine having him for 20 years. It'd be phenomenal. And then after I went on a, a tangent about the Leafs, how I put it in my resume to coach the Leafs, they go and have a, a stellar weekend. They beat the Boston Bruins. And they they beat the Hurricanes. So everything's fine. The Leafs, the Leafs are fine. The sky was falling. Just like the leaves, all those so many leaves. It's the summer, the the, the fall of leaves. That'd be a good album name, the fall of leaves. By Foles, good band. Uh, I had another note here. So the younger generation, they're f-ed. we've we've already. We already knew this. They're addicted to their phones. But it's now gotten to a point. If you have a child from five on and they have a device, you've probably heard these songs. And it's scary. They're now playing them on the radio. The attention span of our children is so small, so minute. We now have sped up songs. So they have like a Lady Gaga, just dance, sped up. Too sl- the regular way, too slow. Don't have that much time. They speed it up. So they do their TikTok dances to it. And now that has bled onto the radio. The sped up songs are onto the radio. We're f- If you speed up some of the early Beatles songs, they'll be 14 seconds. What are we doing? Maybe it's at, like at the pitch, at the frequency that their brain can decipher. I don't know, but it's when they sit next to me and they're both on their devices. I... I go crazy. All that noise. And they have that noise all day long. I sound like an old man right now. I sound like an old crotchety man. But the noise, there's too much noise. Too much. Try get them to watch a baseball game. Not a chance. I try to point out something in a game. They're waiting for the pitcher to throw the ball. They're like, ah. Oh, how long does this take? 
I'm like, like a few seconds. Can you speed it up? No, we're watching live. Can you speed it up? Anyway, that's not how the world works. You can't speed up real life. Or can you, Elon Musk? So baseball with the new generation, even hockey, they're like, ah, when's this period over? There's a minute 20 to go. Oh, that's going to take 15 minutes. No, this isn't basketball. Can you hang on for a minute? Tw- it's never a minute 20. <sighs> Thank you for for being a part of my vent session. Needed to let that out. By the way, on my show notes here, I gave you that number, 289-796-2001. I'm supposed to read a, read a note. Because I guess you can text the line too. But they, producer Tim and Z Money say, don't do that. They put a special note. They said, whoever keeps texting us, Dan is a DILF, please stop. (laughs) Yes, definitely stop that. Don't be texting 289-796-2001. That's just, that's just bad business. I don't know if Tim has got his uh, notifications on, so whatever Dan is a DILF text is coming through and it dings. It wakes him up from a deep slumber. So definitely don't send one of those texts at 3 a.m. Dan, you up? And does Tim respond to them? Maybe he's pretending to be me. Yeah, I'm up. Who's this? Uh, We're doing something special on this week's episode. We have actual callers live. We're going to take their questions. One of our callers could not make it due to scheduling conflicts. Busy person, busy guy. So he sent us a text. So Tim, before we get to those, uh, those live callers, why don't we read the one text that wasn't regarding, um, the DILF. Yes, the, the non-DILF text uh, was from Big Dog Rob, a regular listener. And yes. uh, his question was, what was the process to make Boomsies a reality? Okay, the process to make Boomsies a reality. Big Dog Rob, love your, uh, your emails. You're a great contributor to the show. We love having you part of the Boomsies community. If there was a Boomsies president... Big Dog Rob, I'm nominating him. Great handle, great content, great questions. Seems like he's a he's an up and up guy. So the process of Boomsies, we've gone over this before. So when I was approached by Bet Rivers, they said, uh, "What do you want to do?" And I'm like, uh, "I don't know, a podcast." And they said, "Okay." What do you want to call it? And we always, uh, my, my boss and I joke about his earlier name was Dan and friends having conversations with Dan O'Toole. That was shot down. That wasn't the actual name that he put out. But in my brain, that's what it was. He said it was much better than that. I'm like, uh, are we sure about that? And then I'm, put out the uh, the boomsies. They said, sure. 
Boomsies, if you if you don't know, boomsies is a term. You can use it for a touchdown. You go boomsies. You uh Yeah, get a sauna. Boomsies. Lighty girl, home run. Boomsies. Use it for anything. It's a great word. And if you have a boomsie sign that is seen on a uh, broadcast, we got a prize coming your way. Go to a Leaf game, go to a Hab game, Flames, Oilers, Jets, Canucks, Canadians, Blue Jays, whatever, Raptors. Get your boomsie sign. We're going to send you... We're going to send you a box of stuff. There will be a box. There will be stuff in it. Not saying what it is. Maybe you'll get an ice cold cherry Pepsi. That's flat as f***. But I just opened it. Maybe I need it on ice. Okay, now let's, uh, now let's go uh, to our live Callers, if we can, Tim. First up, we got Perry. Perry, what do you got for us? All right, Dan. Uh, being from a small town myself, wondering, uh, wondering what possibly uh, your top five top five things if someone were to move a small town. What are your top five favorite things about living in a small town? Okay, are we talk in my town specifically, Little Orono, Ontario. Let's do that. Sure. Yeah, oh, that that's yeah. easy. First off, you got to live on Main Street. Because when you live on Main Street, take, for example, yesterday, we're sitting in the house and I hear bagpipes. I'm like, there's a parade. There's a parade. It was the Remembrance Day parade. So you <laughs> never miss a parade. You see it on the way there and you see it on the, the way back. So you see the parade twice. Uh, so that's that's a, a great thing that's about one, a small yeah. town. No stoplights. You don't waste any time sitting at a red light because we ain't got none. Uh, the proximity to a general store. You can walk oh. to get milk. You don't have to, you don't live in a subdivision where you have to drive five, 10 minutes to the corner store to get eggs or to get milk. You, you send the kid, hey, we need a liter of milk. Go get some Kawartha dairy, 2% milk for my coffee. Uh, the, the abundance of nature. We have, what do we have here? 800 acres of crown land. When I drive my kids to school, I drive through apple orchards and cornfields and I talk to friends in the city. I'm like, when was the last time you, you saw something like that? They're like, Oh, I don't know. I get like six months ago. So you get that every day. So I can only assume our air is very fresh and the traffic jam situation here. We've got an ongoing joke. If we see four cars go by within the span of 10 seconds, we're like, oh, 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 rush hour. So you have no traffic problems. Um, and just nice people. You say you, you walk by someone on the street, you can't help but say hi. So that's the joys of living in a small town in a nutshell. Would you agree? I 100%. 100%. Did I miss I anything? Heard, no, um, I have heard of a possible rumor of a crosswalk entering uh, Main Street. Oh. Uh, just a rumor. Whoa. Just a rumor. Crosswalks, those are for big cities. I agree. I Leave agree. that in Chirana. Leave that in <laughs> Oshawa. We don't need no stinking crosswalks. We're fine. Got my crunchy bar here, Dan, for you. Uh, supporter, I'm a fellow supporter. Nice work, buddy. 
Yeah. I appreciate you joining us in our first ever live caller submission. Awesome. Thanks for taking my call, Dan. Ben, what do you got for us? So, Dan, my question for you would be with the recent, you know, influx in celebrities wanting to purchase um, professional teams like the Ottawa Senators and Ryan Reynolds, you know, Jeff Bezos, uh, Jay-Z and Kevin Durant wanting to purchase the Washington Commanders. What celebrity do you think would be best suited to own and operate a professional sports team? Of all the celebrities? The Rock. Give The Rock a professional franchise. That guy, he knows how to make money. And if he's at every game, you got The Rock pumping up the crowd. You got The Rock pumping up your team. The Rock Mm -hmm. is who I'd pick. As for Canadian, I think we should go with a Canadian celebrity, though. Ryan Reynolds seems to be good at business. He's got his gin company. He's got his movie company. He bought the. He's he's already dipped his foot into ownership. He has that soccer team. Uh, they won. They won the other day yeah, too. See, he knows what he's doing. But I mm-hmm. think by Ryan Reynolds sending a tiny emoji to an Ottawa Senators, I think he sent the uh, stroking your chin emoji. Thinking emoji, and everyone said, "Oh, he's contemplating ownership." Does Ryan Reynolds have buying a team money? I'm not sure about that. But if Ryan Reynolds was actually serious about it, I would give him the nod for for ownership. As for other Canadians, hmm, hmm, that's a tough. Michael Bublé, he could buy the Vancouver Canucks. He loves his Canucks. Bublé singing the anthem every game. There we go. We got Buble out west. We got Reynolds in eastern Canada. We've got our ownership and our celebrities figured out. So The Rock, Buble, Reynolds. You good with that? Sounds good to me. Perfect. Thanks, buddy. Mystery caller, do you have a question? I do have a question. Um, My question for you, Dan, is why do you dislike raisins so much? Like, I know that you definitely do not like them. I've been told many times to stand beside, like, a pile of raisins. Um, I know it says Raisin Dan, but I also know that I've been told to stand beside items with raisins, a shelf of raisins, and photos are taken of me with these items and sent to you and met with complete hatred. So Mm -hmm. I would just like to know... What do you have against raisins? The texture. The big plump raisins, the texture is absolutely disgusting. It's gooey. It's... The only time, the only baking item I can accept raisins in are my mom's uh, biscuits. She puts raisins in there because they're cooked at such a high temperature. Those raisins get turned into little like raisinettes. So, so they like charcoal raisins. They're almost like caramelized or candyized. I don't know. They're turned into like candy. That is the only acceptable form of raisin. And as I That's said, surprising. That's surprising because I also know that you dislike bread with fruit, and that this basically goes against everything that you detest. But this is a very standalone item. Mom's biscuits. Fair. And and they only come out once a year. And I think she stopped making them because of my hatred for raisins. And as I like to tell people, if Hitler 
had a favorite food, it was probably raisins. I mean, I'm not going to dispute that. I'm sure I could Google the uh, answer to that, but I'm just going to assume that you are correct. And no one has ever had an item in their life and said, you know what would make this better? Raisins. No one has ever said that. Well, so what about butter tarts? Oh, they ruin a butter tart. You go from, oh, this is delicious to discovering a raisin and you're like. I don't think it's that bad. So in a a butter tart, they're so plump and juicy and. I told you that's the state where the raisin's at its worst. The plumper, the worser. That is basically a grape. Do you not like grapes? Grapes are uh, like uh, newborn raisins. They're delicious. They've got a nice crunch to them. When they're turned into a raisin, there's no crunch. There's just sadness. Okay. All right. All right. Well, this is this has been very enlightening and very helpful. And I promise I will never, ever send you anything with raisins. Don't get me started on cilantro. What don't you like about cilantro? Oh, I told you. Don't get me started. Thanks for your question. (laughs) Bye. I think that went well. Great job, everyone involved. Uh, Some real-time corrections here that uh, Z-Money and Tim got in my ear, and Z-Money actually showed me. Cherry Coke is available in a can in Canada. I guess I'm not going to the, the right stores. They don't have it at Foodland. No frills, don't have it. Those are the only stores I go to. I guess I have to widen my search. In my defense, I haven't searched for it. My search has included those two stores. That's it. You got a case of it? I'll buy it. You don't? Jerry Pepsi. The greatest sales pitch for Pepsi is... Uh, We don't have Coke. Is Pepsi okay? That's how they do 99% of their sales. And also, Tim uh, got me the actual number for World Series ratings in Canada. Seven people. Sorry, 1.6 million. 1.6 million baseball fans watch the Phillies and Astros. Astros win it in six. They were really pushing it in that game six when they had a 4-1 lead. Joe Davis is like, hey, uh, this, is brand new, this is a different team. There's only like a couple guys on that uh, trash-banging team left over. This is a whole new crop of guys. This is, uh, this is new blood here. This is uh, this trying to make them, trying to make them likable. But you bang on a trash can once. You bang on a trash can for life. And how the f*** did people not hear that when it was happening? How do you not hear them hitting a trash can? I am still baffled by that. No one's like, what's that? What's that noise? Ah, it's nothing. They're just taking it the garbage. On every pitch? Yep. That's when they do it. That's garbage time. Tim, uh, we're running out of time. We got to get to Blake Price. 
He uh, is a longtime friend. He's a stalwart, 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 stalwart in the Vancouver broadcast industry. He is your Vancouver Canucks insider. He's going to be joining us here. Not before we get to Boomsies Newsies. Uh, sorry, I uh, kind of ate up a lot of time here. Uh, do we have anything that strikes your fancy? Uh, well, I think we have time for one thing. Uh, we mentioned earlier in uh, on Boomsies, uh, the best name in college sports was Sooners QB General Booty. Yes. Um, Z Money has found some more names that we all like. Uh, Michigan Tech Huskies QB Steel Fortress, maybe the and these are uh, real names. These like are real on names. their birth certificate. This, I, I mean, I haven't seen the birth certificate, but sure. Uh, there are some other great names there that you might like: the Louisiana Monroe wide receiver Boogie Knight, uh, mm-hmm. Nebraska wide receiver DeColdis Crawford, and <laughs> DeColdis. And to answer your question, yes, he has an an NIL deal with an air conditioning company. Uh, UNLV's Tiger Shanks, Wyoming, Wyoming linebacker Buck Coors, South Carolina linebacker Hot Rod Fitton. Ooh, Hot Rod Fitton. <laughs> yeah, that is right out of the 70s. Uh, North Carolina defensive back Storm Duck, uh, Alabama's DB Kool-Aid McKinstry, and LSU defensive back Major Burns. Major Burns. Um, there were two very cool names on the Phillies roster in that World Series, and I just lit up whenever they came into the game. Ranger Suarez. Ranger. That is a great name. And Sir Anthony Dominguez. Not like Sir Paul McCartney. Sir Anthony. S-E-R and then Anthony. Love those two handles. Thanks for that, Tim. Appreciate it. You were supposed to add something else in there. Yeah, like and subscribe, everybody, please. It uh, it genuinely does help us out. There you go. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell one friend. Tell your enemies. Tell someone. Boomsies. It's what all the kids are talking about. We've got the breaking news from Sped Up Songs to more leaves on trees. You aren't going to get this info anywhere else. You also aren't going to get our next guest anywhere else, unless you're a regular listener to his podcast, Sakaris and Price. You can visit them at sakarisandprice.com. We worked together at a previous network, and he is a fixture in my life for one very huge reason. Let's find that out now with our friend, Blake Price. Blake Price, whenever I tell the story of how Jay and I started working together, you are a central figure of that story every single time. I am. How? You are. What did I do? Because you, you were paired with Dutchie, and then Hedger was paired with Jay. You left. Domin- domino Hedger got effect. moved up. Yeah. 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 And then I got <laughs> Jay... First two years working together. I used to work with Jen. Now I work with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a downgrade there. In a, in a number of ways. Yeah. So people say, well, why did Blake? Yeah. People say, why did Blake leave? I say, well, he got kicked out of Ontario. I, strict rules. I didn't know you needed a visa. It's, 
really crazy. Same country. Yeah, I went Jade back. Uh, went back to Vancouver and uh, shocked everybody because nobody really quits Sports Center usually. But um, no, yeah. I just said. And uh, you're one of the oh. people. So I was hemming and hawing. I was working at a TV station in Toronto or in Vancouver, doing the six o'clock sports, and I'm like, oh, this is the greatest life on earth. And I said no when Sports Center called. So they got you to call me. They got they got <laughs> Duthie to call me. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. You got mountains. You got ocean. Uh, just do it. Come on out. And then you left. Again, you're welcome. <laughs> right? <laughs> My God, what we're learning today is that you owe me your life. Is that, that's what it sounds like, I think. That's right. I'd still be doing weekends. Can you write me a check in any way, shape, or form? Is that possible? No, all that is money's that... gone. Oh, okay. It's all gone. Yeah. I, I did a lot of trips to Vegas when I lived in L.A. <laughs> So how are things you? Uh, for you? They're good. Oh, they're, good. they're good. They're good. Uh, it, it's a new world order, as we uh, know. We both know uh, the software that we're using today to do this interview is familiar to us both. So that tells us everything we need to know about the current state of the industry. Um, and uh, hey, we're making it work, right? So you ventured out on your own path. Tell us how that all started, because you were working radio in Vancouver yeah. when yeah. did you get an email that said you you were wanted on a on a call or did did your past not work how did it happen for you well uh if people haven't heard the lore it's a good story it's a good okay. story uh, we a, got time it's a good tragedy story here um in that we were on our way into work and the guys in the morning, the morning show. So we were we were the afternoon drive show. And the guys that were on the morning were saying that there was some weird hints of weirdness at work that day. And one guy texted us and said, um, we just went to commercial. And we're not coming back from commercial for some reason. We can't control the board. Can't control the audio board. Uh-oh. So... And I think he, he texted me, I think we might be done. And I was like, no way. Like, it's a, it was a sports radio war at the time. TSN was still winning the war over Sportsnet. We, I was like, no, that's just impossible. No. And sure enough, um, at 9 o'clock after the commercial, this is all like in a six-minute span, all this conversation on Texas happening. And at the top of the hour, they played a song that sounds, when you listen to it, like it's a nice homage, a nice send-off. It's a, it's a Green Day song. I hope you had the time of your life. But that's not the name of the song. What's the name of that song where they sing, I hope you had the time of your life? The name of that song is Good Riddance. Oh. That's the name of that song. Oh, no. Yes. So, again, when you listen to it, you think, oh, isn't that emotional and sweet? We had such a great time. Uh, but the song's called Good Riddance. And uh, that's what they played us out with, with a, with a big voice saying, thanks for 20 years, 20 years. The anniversary for the station was weeks later, like three weeks later. It was, they couldn't even let us have the anniversary. So did the, you uh, just do a uh, U-turn on the Lionsgate Bridge and go back home? Um, yeah, well, no, we had to come and collect our effects. You know, I had like a rotten apple in the locker. I had to go and uh, collect. So uh, I, we did go into work. Um, I was, I was in and out quick. I didn't want to linger and say goodbyes and stuff like that to everybody at that point. I knew we'd, we'd recollected it at a different time, but, uh, a bunch of guys did go in and sort of had a cigar on the deck breaking all the, you know, 
strata rules. Um, and uh, they all got COVID. That was, that was right in the middle of COVID. So, they, so they, they, they went in, retrieved after getting laid off, and then all got COVID to boot. So uh, it was not a great couple of weeks for uh, a bunch of uh, the folk that, that worked at the station. So, so yeah, that was the end of that chapter. Um, and it, it was an awkward chapter, too, because I still do work for TSN in some capacities. I continue to call I don't know games. who that is. I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. Know. I don't know that. I'd still do some TV work. I, I I hosted a sports center like two months ago, for heaven's sake. So um, what? Yeah, yeah. So it still happens from time to time. But the TV side and the radio side were kind of two different streams, and and uh, yeah, and I've been calling Vancouver Whitecaps games on TSN for the last couple of years as well. So it, it's uh, it's a weird industry, but it, not, none of those were full time jobs anyway. I needed to get an everyday job still, and and uh, so my co host and I thought, hey, well, let's. You know, I thought we should probably strike while the iron's hot before people forget who our names are. Um, so mm-hmm. we collected our emotions, and then. But the other thing is, after you know, working in Toronto at Sports Center and the bright lights and the fanciness, and and TSN Radio was a good gig too. Um, I didn't want to do it cheaply. I didn't. I wanted it to look good. I wanted it to to feel first rate. So I knew we had to get our standards up to a certain degree. I didn't want to be in a uh, oh, we're yeah. supposed to have standards when we're doing yeah. this? Oh, crap. I thought. I thought. <laughs> After looking around, I realized, meh, maybe not. Um, so we wanted to make sure we did it right. Um, and we took about six, seven weeks before we started doing pods. And and, uh, and then we, we did like a radio show on the on the internet and with, that we podcasted. And we realized, oh, that's wrong. Because when's the last time you listened to a three and a half hour podcast daily? Right, that doesn't really work. So I think Joe to, Rogan does uh, those yeah. daily, doesn't he? Does he do that daily though? Really? I, I I've yeah. never listened to one. No, neither have I. Um, I saw we had to trim it down, and now we're now we're doing you know eighty. And minutes. W- did you rent out a studio? How's it all work? How, give us uh, pull back the curtain. Where are you located? Well, are we you started in your basement. We started it in a hotel boardroom. Uh, one of our collaborators um, used to work at the Wall Center downtown Vancouver, so we. Um, we went to the hotel and surveyed. We said, give us your deepest, darkest dungeon of a boardroom that you never use and just let us use that. So uh, we had those, you know, the big the big uh, curtains, you know, you have for yep. trade shows and, and all that sort of thing. So we that was our soundproofing, very high tech, you know, one millimeter thick black curtains really helps to calm the reverberations down. So we called it the blanket fort for a while. We did that for uh, a number of months while we built a studio. We built an actual professional-ish studio um, in uh, a street front section of the hotel. And, and uh, yeah, it's almost like we're a real thing. You know, back uh, working on the desk, I, the most trouble I ever got in was when I used your name. And it was a, it was a horrible joke. Kerry Price was playing goal for the national team. And I said, Kerry Price, the son of Blake Price. Um, dumb joke. The next day, I guess people were irate. They're like, his family's taking offense to this. Oh, no. How could you ever say that? And I'm like, it's a dumb joke. But yeah, because of you, because I we, got in my most trouble. I got my the, pee-pee whack. I don't know how I feel about that, that they were so offended that they might have any affiliation <laughs> to me. That doesn't make me feel great. Now I'm offended. Now I'm irate. Yeah. Uh, so do you focus only on the Canucks or are you doing BC Lions? 
Uh, I heard they had a good crowd over the weekend. They had a great weekend, absolutely. Uh, They're a great story this year. Uh, We do talk some Lions, smidge of Whitecaps as well um, when they make some some news. But we know what the bread and butter is. Um, You know, this Canucks fans don't get mad at me here. Vancouver's a Canucks town. I, I don't, and I think most people agree with me, it's not even a hockey town. It's a Canucks town. Um, they, they live and breathe. They want to masticate every, you know, minutia of Canuck news to the nth degree. And that's what they want. So, uh, we do want to give them what they want. We try to, we, a little bit of NFL, a little bit of Lions, a little bit of white caps, but, uh, you know, 80% Canucks probably. Okay. So we yeah. had an NHL preview on this podcast where we mm-hmm. talked to fans of all the, the Canadian teams. Yep. I'm going to play you a clip. Okay from what our uh, Canucks fan had Uh-oh. to say leading into the Canucks season. Mm-hmm. Do you have optimism for this Canucks team? Have Absolutely. they done anything to improve? I don't believe so. Have you seen their uh, preseason stats? No, I refuse to Fine. watch preseason or look at the stats. <laughs> well, don't watch any Canucks preseason. Five goals in four games. Four nothing shutout to the Kraken. But you've got Garbage. Bruce Boudreaux for an entire season. He seems to be the, the darling child of the Vancouver media. Isn't that enough? Bruce, there it is. It's going to be Bruce where it is shortly. It's pretty good. Pretty apt. <laughs> he went on to say uh, they're god-awful. Uh, we are now, what, a month into the season? What do you think of those comments? Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I mean, he's, he's right. I actually wrote an editorial on this, uh, you know, saying that preseason does matter. It doesn't matter in the standings, but you do need to a, a tick a few boxes as you go through the preseason. You know, you want to make sure that you've scored enough goals that you remember how to score goals, what that feels like. You don't want your you don't want your your stick feeling like it's frozen that and a foreign object in your hands. So you need yeah. to accomplish that. You need to make sure your goaltender's you know, seen enough action that they are ready to roll come come day number one. And I think you have to have won a few games. I don't care if you're below 500. I don't care if you're three and five. But you need to remember what it's like to walk out of the rink winning. You need to remember what that feels like. And the Canucks won their last two preseason games for their only two preseason wins. Um, but up until that point, they were pretty, pretty gross. It was pretty tough to watch. And... Uh, there was a lot of those boxes that went unticked, and so I was concerned um, going into the regular season. And hey, I'd only pro- I'd only guess that if everything went right, maybe they could be a ninety seven, ninety eight point team. Um, that they'd made enough good changes to penalty killing and bringing in the speed of Mikheyev that they could better what they did last year, which is like a ninety point team. Could they be six to eight points better? Yeah, I thought that was possible if they got everything going the same way, but they haven't. Thatcher Demko's not had a good start. Um, the penalty kill has been absolutely horrific. Um, Hey, they do kill off the majority of the, of the penalties that they take, you know, that's, it's, it's almost 60%. Yeah, that's uh, very good. It's better than a majority. Um, so the, the question is how much does Demko's struggles have to do with it? I think, I think they're better if Demko's playing like the fifth best goalie on the planet, which he can be, we saw that last year. So they're better than this, but now they've dug themselves a mathematical hole that we saw last year. They played 650 hockey under Bruce Boudreaux, missed the playoffs uh, for two-thirds of the season. They've got a longer runway here, but it's that much harder to play 650 hockey for 70 games than it is to, to play it for, for 55 games. So they are in a deep hole 
already. They've given up multi-goal leads in eight of their games already this season. They've won a couple of those. Like, it's it's, it's staggering, the statistics here. And um, it will – here's the worst-case scenario for it all. They are a better team than this. And so what are they going to do? They're going to win themselves up to 19th in the league and get themselves a middling first-round draft pick, right? So that's that's the that's the the tragedy here is is that hey, some of these teams bottom out. The Ducks did that with with Perry and Getzlaff on their team. Remember they they hit rock bottom one year, went all the way to the bottom. All of a sudden, you freshen up your draft picks and everything, and and it's not the end of the world. But the problem is when you win your way back up to 19th, 18th, 17th, you miss the playoffs. And you don't get a top pick, and you're right back where you were. Bruce Boudreaux, he gives him a bit of a buffer because he's so lovable. He is. He's, 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 he's a to, lot of fun. Are you, do, are you down there doing scrums? Are you, uh, I'm you not. Down there no, we have a reporter. Clips? We have a reporter that goes down there. He's a lot of fun, but even he's starting to feel the pressure. Like He was a ton of fun last time. Last year, nothing to lose, right? Yeah, ah, we're not going to make the playoffs. We're just going to try to to play our best hockey and see what happens. They weren't talking playoffs till the last you know five weeks of the season, sort of thing. Um, he's not having as much fun. the 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 arena's not having as much fun now. Is anyone uh, showing up? Well, I, I wasn't at the last game, but uh, the Preds game. But apparently, you know, the eyeballs were looking around, and there was like a half a dozen empty luxury suites. Which mm. you know, this you were here. Uh, not quite as late as the Sedin's heyday, I, I suppose. But, um, I mean, during that time, there was a, a five-year season ticket waiting list. You want tickets? Oh, yeah. You can go to a game. I you was want there tickets? in the heyday. Yeah. yeah. Because I was there. I, I mentioned um, on a previous podcast how – where was where was the silence? Um, oh, yeah, when there was the big collision in the Jays game. Uh, and then they lost that series. I'd right. never heard a stadium go that silent until the previous time was when Dan Cluche allowed the shot from, from yeah. center ice from Lidstrom. But I went back and watched the clip, and it wasn't that silent. There was some whistles and stuff. So being in the building, I thought it was more silent. But that's when that was the waiting list time. That yes. was what two thousand two thousand one around there. That's when the well, all the way to twenty the all the way to twenty twelve through the Sedin's yeah. heyday and the Stanley Cup run, right? Like I mean it lasted it was a decade of of a Canucks game being a big deal, like it is in Toronto every day. And um and it's not the case now. And and I think Canucks ownership knows it. And I think uh we're starting to hear it from both the coach and the players. I mean it's bad when the coach is bringing up culture in the room. You don't have to love the guy beside you. You know the it's it's not quite Kobe versus Shaq, you know, at, at that public level, but it sort of feels like there's stuff going on back there that they just, it's not working. And and I agree with Bruce too. You don't have to be the best buddy of the guy beside you. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Shaq and Kobe did just fine. Thank you very much when they were at odds. Um, but you got to find a way through it. You still have to, you have to manage that and it's not being managed. It's, How are you uh, calling soccer? Is it difficult? Do you have a goal call? No, I don't have a goal call. I try to be um, as unprepared as possible in a professional <laughs> way, if that sounds. Um, no, I, I don't want it to sound scripted either, right? So um, soccer was a challenge because I, I do know soccer, but I'm, I wasn't ever like an A1 soccer fan per se. Um, and so I had to immerse myself a lot more in the sport. But I've, you know, I've been a fish out of water in this before. I called the Canadian men's national team uh, rugby for five years on TSN. 
and that was an education. Um, my son plays rugby and, and had already started by that point. So again, I, I did have a working knowledge of the sport, but to immerse yourself and not look like an idiot in front of the very proud fans of the respective sports that aren't mm-hmm. hockey, you, you want their approval. You want to make it sound like you know what the hell you're talking about. So, um, so yeah, it, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I got a great guy beside me and Paul Dolan, who's, uh, got all the credibility in the world. So, so it's been fun for that. I'm going to be calling the world cup, uh, on radio for, for Canada, Qatar. Are so you going there? Fun. Not believe it or not, Dan, they're not sending the radio crew. Just, ah, uh, yeah. Act shocked. Yeah. Here's a couple goal calls. I'll give you. Mm-hmm. He kicks, he scores. Kicks and scores. That's beautiful. How about Alabu? Sounds that sounds like a different language. It, it oh. is. Oh, hey, was my buddy Phil McKenzie on that rugby team when you called it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, maybe once he was sort of uh, on the tail end then. And w- did he go over to sevens for a little bit at the end? Mm, not sure. He's yeah. just he's the president of Lean Squad. He's huge on the uh, online now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I got on the tail end of sort of the legendary crew. It was sort of a, a middle ground of, uh, of personnel. They were okay. They never went under the Blake Price uh, era of, uh, of broadcasting, unfortunately. Um, you know what? Now- every sport, and you might echo this, should take after rugby because they never complain to the refs. If they complain, you get penalized even more. They well, never. You're very right about this. The, the microphones on the refs all the, all the time. Refs are constantly explaining the rules to the players on the pitch, but also because it's all mic'd up for the broadcaster, you hear everything. And yes, you do hear the, you know, a a bad word from time to time from the players off mic a little bit, but they're always explaining. Imagine if we had that transparency in hockey with all the bad calls we've seen in, in hockey of late and all the other sports as well. They're constantly chatting with the players. No, you can't do that. I called that because of this and it's all, on the television show that you're watching. And it takes away all the guesswork. It's transparent. Mm-hmm. Like nobody is left questioning things at the end of the uh, of the game. It's it's ingenious. And it's so simple. And every other sport in the world is so scared of doing it because it, maybe it'll amplify a mistake. I don't know. I've never seen it in rugby. It just makes it explainable at, at, at the end of the day. And they wonder why... Minor hockey players complain to the refs and the players complain to the refs because they watch the NHLers do it. Right. They complain yeah. after every single call. Yeah. Uh, rugby players, uh, none of that. No, in fact, they're like apologetic. Like they, they yes. defer to the refs. Sorry, sorry, sir. Like they kind of think they call them sir. All of it. Like it's, it's a different level of respect. And, and there's a little bit of sport culture there. But I think it's also because they know it's all accountable. It's all on tape. There. I think we just figured out what's wrong. You and I should take over Hockey Canada. You and I, vice president, uh, no, president, co-presidents. Yeah. I don't want that job. <laughs> I, I saw to- actually that uh, they're like resumes you can still submit. You can put in a resume to become president of Hockey Canada up till Friday, I think. So I'm putting is, in That's up on LinkedIn right now, is it? That's, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't see that. That's Yeah, I don't want that pressure. No. No. Hey, there, there's we're going to make... There's a bunch Make of dusty closets again. back there that I don't want to open up and find out what's behind them, so I, I don't want any part of that. I'm going in and ripping them all open. Okay, Oops. we're figuring this out. Hockey's going to be fun again. I'm starting this. I'll, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Okay. You're my you're my co-president. Tell me so when you press send on LinkedIn on, into that application, and I'll, I'll be right behind you. 
So I have to open up a LinkedIn account first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> or go to your, your monster, is monster.com still a thing? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think that's a thing, Blake. No. You're aging yourself. MySpace? No. What? <laughs> no. Blake, we appreciate you. Uh, love chatting. Um, I guess we'll see you when you're next out here in Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Kids hockey tournament, sports center. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know. Sports? I don't, yeah. I don't know what you that is. Remember that? No. Okay. So we'll see you at the, the Hockey Canada table, and uh, we'll see you um, weekly. You guys uh, weekly, daily? Daily. Holy Check it crap. out. SakarisonPrice.com. That's too much work. That's yeah. too much work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. See ya. Blake Price. SakarisonPrice.com. All his stuff's there. Just a quality guy. Like him a lot. Thanks for tuning in to Boomsies. Rake those leaves. Slow down those songs. Hug someone. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice to people. We'll see you next week. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network.